Yeah, yeah, okay. You're listening to It Won't Turn Off on EdinburghNow.com. The show will begin after this short break. Please stay tuned. This is the student-led voice of Edinburgh University. Over the air and online all the time. 88.9 WFSE, Fighting Scots Radio. What's up, everybody? This is the one and only DJ CR3 and DJ V Smooth. We ask you to listen to our show, The Quiet Storm, on Tuesday from 7 to 9 p.m. here on WFSC 88.9 Fighting Scots Radio, where we discuss a variety of topics each week. The Quiet Storm consists of playing nothing but the best R&B from such artists like Luther Vandross, Janet Jackson, Aaliyah, and many more. You can follow us on Facebook at The Quiet Storm for more details and information. Soft and warm, The Quiet Storm, music to calm the spirit and soothe the soul so be ready there's a storm coming hello and welcome to i was hoping we were going to do back and forth uh <laughs> <laughs> to it won't turn off here on edinburghnow.com um for the next hour or so probably um you'll be awesome. hearing our sweet voices yeah people are always surprised at how long our podcast is like a lot like of times why? my friends will like check and be like whoa i didn't realize you talked that long I'm like we got a lot to ta- a lot to talk we do, about we talk about very valuable things first a lot, of all. yeah a lot of stuff first off i want to give people a hint cuz a couple people i know there's who a have listened aren't a huge video game okay. fan, which is a shame. But you know that happens. Those are people. I mean, Those we are talk people about too. other things. Um, yeah. So just Most basically search around, pretty much halfway through until you find the break, and then after I the mean, break was when we talk about movies s- and TV. I can start putting the times at which we talk about each thing. We can do so that. People can skip to what they want. Yeah, but that's, I don't want you to have to do too much work, Britain. No, I appreciate your right. your effort and your free time and your hair. I appreciate it all. Um, there well, we go. Thank you, Logan. But uh, what are, what are we gonna what are we talk what are we today talking about, on? Well, today's November 11th, which means it's the fourth birthday of Skyrim. Happy birthday! Happy, happy, happy birthday, birthday Skyrim. Skyrim. You. Probably potty trained by now. You're, you know, you're talking pretty well. Start kindergarten. Um, thinking about kindergarten, probably in a year or a couple, couple years, depending. They grow up so fast. I remember when it was just born, and I was playing it, and it took up all my life. Exactly. Speaking yeah. of games taking up all life, mm-hmm. Fallout Four came out yesterday. Indeed, so it I did. have some things to so talk Britain's about for that. that. Um. There's some Amiibo stuff, because we are the one-stop shop for all Amiibo news, evidently. We're going to talk about Mystery Science Theater. Mm-hmm. And then maybe some movies. Maybe. Maybe some movies, but definitely about the Gem and the Holograms fiasco. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I'm excited to talk about that. So stay tuned for that. Out. So that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, Britain, anything... Exciting. I mean, you obviously yesterday was Tuesday. That's it when Fall came out. So yeah. you're gonna go into that quite a bit. I am gonna go into that so quite a bit. Beyond the obvious Fallout Four, anything, yes. anything uh, big jumped into? Um, Media-wise? I was up till four doing that thing. Yes, for Jason X. Yes, which did not get to which live on YouTube. Did not get to live on YouTube, but we we have ideas. Mm-hmm. For the next thing, we're just going to do a basically in our podcast format, mm-hmm. and you can just queue up the movie when we say so, and then it'll be like you're watching it with us in the room. Yes. So it'll be kind of cool. Who wouldn't want to watch a movie with us? With us. I mean, clearly, I like, do. I would want to watch a movie with me. I'd watch a movie. I've, you know, every I'd movie, watch a movie with you, Logan. Uh, we, we have watched a movie <laughs> together, Britain. Um, and literally, I will say this every movie I've ever watched, I've watched with me. I think I can almost say the same thing. Except for maybe like one or two occasions, yeah. When you just weren't there but watching a film. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, but other than that, I mean not really. I've been trying to catch up on some stuff mm-hmm. like YouTube related things, so nothing huge, but right. like right. people I like watching on YouTube I haven't had much time. So I was what, pl- listening to some podcasts mm-hmm. while playing Fallout yesterday. Nice. It was nice. Yeah. How about you, Logan? 
Um, well, I won't go into this because we talk about it way too much. Um, you but can go into it. No, no, I won't. Okay, you can go into it. Uh, Is it I'm, Destiny? It's Destiny. You can go into um, it. <laughs> I finally got my Hunter to level 40. Nice. So now I have two characters at level 40. I have not started a Titan class yet. Are you going to? <sighs> Eventually. Because uh, I got... But it's going to kill me to be level one again. Well, yeah, because you don't have the spark of light. I, I got yeah. my Titan to um, level 27 right. over the weekend. But. Um... Titan's all right. Yeah. I don't love Titan. Yeah, they're I, all right. Uh, yeah. uh, they have some cool armor, though. Yeah, they do. They have That's, some of the coolest, yeah. I think. Just, like, general armor besides, you know, like, I, I like the cloak with the hunters, and I like I like some of the... I like the, um, the like, main body pieces for warlock armor. Yeah, like I agree. The, the collars and yeah. trenches. But anyway, um, so that happened. Um I agree with you. I did catch up on some YouTube. Um, I watched some Did You Know Gaming. So that nice. I watched yeah. Um, did you listen to the Silent Hill one with the Super Best Friends? Because I was listening to their podcast I did, yesterday. I did not it's listen a good one. to that one. But, um, They're great. There was a couple of Zelda ones that they hadn't done before. Yeah. And then there was, I think the newest one was like a real life Pokemon. Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And I watched that one. Those are pretty interesting. I love Did You Know Gaming. Um, and then I, I'm a huge fan. I've, I think I think I've said this before on here of um, Good Mythical Morning yeah. and Rhett and Link. So yeah. I watch some of those because they come out so often, mm-hmm. and I get behind. <laughs> also, yeah, um, the the newer digital gaming um, was done by Bocano Eruption of mm-hmm. Arcadia, a newer channel. Um, they make some really good stuff. So if you like gaming related content, check them out. There you go. Maybe Britain. One day, maybe we'll be a Digino on Digino Gaming. Gaming. I honestly, I'm saying it right here, right now. If you're involved, I, did you know I would Gaming cry somehow, and you have stumbled across this beautiful, beautiful video of the two of us. It's yeah, I will, I yeah. will do it with you. I, I will narrate a Did You Know Gaming. I would love to. Honestly, we'll just go back and forth to. on the facts. Yeah, I don't even be, care what game it, would it be is. Perfect, any game. I mean, usually it's something the person cares about, but yeah, literally I'm, any game I will talk about. I mean, about. there are there are a lot of games. There are a lot of games. I mean, I'm a huge, Undertale, I'll do an I'm Undertale a huge one. Zelda fan, but yeah, I feel like I'd too. have to fight John Tron for that one, and he's totally going to win every single John time. Tron. Yeah, me too. Um, what There was something that that just reminded me about. Oh, yeah, Loot Crate. Um, Loot Crate. Because we were talking about sponsors earlier. I'm here to dr- drop the bomb that we're being... No, we're not. We're not being sponsored by Loot Crate. But oh, yeah, we're Loot not. Crate's um, theme this month is combat. With mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff from Capcom and Blizzard. Mm-hmm, that makes sense. And more. And, and more. I think I'm going to get it because okay. Street Fighter See, related yeah. content. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, like, that's how I got I got roped in initially with villains. Right. I, that's when I'm, I was going to start. Yeah, that's. The, I started Loot Crate when it was villains because I had a bunch with Vader and then yeah. Thanos and that kind of Like, they're... Their ads that uh, popped up on Facebook got me, and um, then the next month it was like, "Well, we did villains, so here's heroes," and I was like, "Okay, I can't stop." Yeah. And then after that one, it was, I think it was Galactic, and I was like, because it was like <laughs> Star Trek and Star Wars yeah. and Firefly. And then it was and, what like, Summoning. Uh, summoning was a no. I didn't. One. I didn't do. I wasn't. I was out by Summoning, but then they also had. Then it was Halloween. Yeah. So which, it was yeah. Fear, and I was like, uh, "Why are these all so cool?" But <laughs> Yeah, but then I, I ended up canceling my right. subscription. But not because, it, you know, it's just I wish they had an opt-out option or I wish you could be like, I don't want in this month. Right. But they don't. You have to, like, cancel your full subscription mm-hmm. to not be in. I mean, I'm just – I'm I'm interested. Like, I've I've always been in, interested in Loot Crate, but, mm-hmm. like, this month's really appeals to me. Yeah. So I definitely want to yeah, get fun. it and then I'll talk about – or do a video of what we got. Um, there you go. We could do one of those yeah. unboxings. That would be kind of cool, I think. So. Um, uh, unboxing of Jess Britton's Loot Crate. Just mine. But I'm going to I'm gonna act excited. He'll like be there. Fun. Yeah. Like, yay. Yeah. I got a Ryu Funko oh, final. Oh, those aren't out yet. No, it will no, be. No, those aren't out yet. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know why I talked about that here, but I wanted to bring it up because I was thinking about it. Yeah, I think I, we briefly discussed something about We've talked about Loot Crate before, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway. I think I told probably that same story of me opting out Maybe. before. But I think it was when Will was on. Yeah, that feels yeah, like it was weeks feels... and weeks ago. Yeah, but it was. Oh, we need to uh... last week. Yeah, we yeah. need to secure someone for Friday. We need to secure someone for Friday. We've we've kind of decided we're going to start having guests every Friday. It Since seems no like a one fun asked us questions, I mean, um, yeah. yeah, we used to do the fan Friday questions. Those died out quick, but uh, I like having a guest in here. It's kind Me of too. fun to get a fresh perspective. Yeah. 
um, on there. Especially when they talk loud enough, so I don't have to edit it that much. Yes. I like that a lot. <laughs> yes. So um, <laughs> yeah, you have to talk into the mics, people. So if you're a guest um, and you're listening, talk, in, talk into the mics. Well, we are also, I guess them. we can talk about that now that we're on the topic, but we're going to do a crossover event with the other podcast, The Morning oh, After. Yeah. The Morning After, which um, we mention like every podcast. Every podcast. Um, Tyler Schumbauer do... and Tubby and Chewy and Vic. Um, I don't know who's going to be on this one. I know it'll be Tyler. But it's we'll... going to be a special thing. Yeah. Um, um, December 2nd or 3rd, I think. It'll be right after we get back from Thanksgiving break. Mm-hmm. Um, and it'll be right before... It'll be pretty, pretty interesting leaves, regardless yeah. of what yeah, it is. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll probably be live on the air as well as recorded, and yep. it'll be on Edinburgh now. Yep. Um, so, yeah, there's that. Now I guess we can get into games. Yeah, let's get into games. So we did talk about it being the um, anniversary of Skyrim. Yeah. Um, so obviously we don't have to reintroduce that. But uh, one thing that uh, we wanted to talk about is kind of maybe um, some Skyrim memories or yeah. things commemorating the fourth anniversary of such a um, uh, it's awesome a, game. It's a very important game, I think. It sold 20 million copies, yeah, was, which is a game lot. Of the year for sure. It's a lot of games yeah. being sold. Um, and, I mean, I had a lot of time in Oblivion and a lot of time in Morrowind, but this mm-hmm. was the first one that like I played as it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a lot of just like camaraderie in the fact that people were at school talking about things that they discovered yeah. in Skyrim. Yeah. Okay, uh, so we had to stop for a second there. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I am the editor-in-chief of our school newspaper, The Spectator, which you can also find on edinburghnow.com. Um, How dare you shelflessly I did plug um, the paper that I'm also <laughs> relatively involved But anyway, uh, so we had some technical difficulties there with our uh, publisher that I had to fix, and it's fixed. So everything's fine and dandy and candy. So, so now we can talk about Skyrim again. But I mean, at least because of that happened, the YouTube viewers got some fun exclusive content produced by me. Well, okay. Um, <laughs> you'll know later, Logan, when I'll, you see it. Okay, I'll find out later. Um, Good to know. But yeah, Skyrim. So when it first came out, I was in ninth grade. Mm. So everyone in school was talking about it. All my friends were talking about it. We'd talk about things that we've done, like encounters we've had, what our mm. characters were like glitches we've encountered it mm-hmm. was just it was a lot of fun and um it kind of stayed that way till i don't know like 11th grade like skyrim's a a, a really great game yeah like mm-hmm. and it's it's had a lot of effect on the pc community the console community you know as far as how rpgs should be played how western rpgs are created right. and modded and stuff so it's It's been a really, it's not just a game, I feel like. It's kind of, at this point, on PC anyway, like a platform for different storytelling techniques, different mods. Um, But it's definitely one of my favorite games. No, I agree. And uh, my experience, I'd say, pretty similar, just kind of discovering things you can do in the game, different things that go on. Um, For me, I have to say, the experience was, um, I, I got it on my 360 when I first had it. So did I. Yeah. And then um, when I sold my 360 and all my games, um, I got it on PC just because I was like, I need this mm-hmm. game uh, just because I want to play it every once in a while. Um, and, I, and I think that gave, gives it a whole new life. As you said, yeah, you know, with does. mods and that kind of stuff, it it becomes an entirely different thing. Like in game, I got, you know, you can get married in the game, obviously. Um, I got married, and Darth Vader was the best man at my wedding. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's, just, that's how it's supposed to be. It was just, like, the most ridiculous thing. And that I think that, for me, is some of my, my favorite memories, is honestly once I got it on PC and just playing yeah. around with the mods yeah, and different things. And, um, it's cool. That, yeah. You know, even with Darth Vader being in it, which is lore-breaking, I know, for many things, they... Well, I mean, if... If Darth Vader, Vader's in it, then I mean Thomas the Tank could be a dragon. Like yes. it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah. Oh, that one's good too. But um, they actually did try to make it kind of lore friendly. Yeah. That they had like his ship crashed and. It makes sense. It's kind of ridiculous because you know that's what people I think don't remember very often is that Tamriel, and the, what have they know the name? What's the name of the planet? Nern. Nern. Yeah, like I think people sometimes forget that Skyrim is a different planet. Like you're on a different planet. 
not Skyrim. All of the all of Elder Scrolls yeah. is a different planet. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not very... each not each game is it. Yeah. Yeah, I was but, gonna be like, what, no, 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 what no, are no, you no, on? No, Logan? I, I know, I know. The <laughs> the Elder Scrolls franchise is a different planet, and so I think sometimes people right. forget. That. Um, but what what uh, had, did you play any of the other Elder Scrolls games? Yeah, I played Oblivion. Okay, okay. yeah, I played Oblivion. Um, um, I, I didn't play Morrowind or um, Arena. Is that Arena is <laughs> the first one? Daggerfall is uh, the second Daggerfall. one. Yeah, I didn't play any of those, but I have played Oblivion. Okay, yeah. um, Oblivion, I. I mean, it's not Oblivion's anniversary, but um, I really, really, really like Oblivion. Um, it was kind of the first Bethesda game that I like fell in love with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think Oblivion does a few That's things fine. better than Skyrim, or rather yeah. Skyrim took a step back at some departments, but at the same time, I do really appreciate a lot of the things that Skyrim introduced, yeah. such as I like the UI a lot better, mm-hmm. um, the combat's a lot better, it just in in almost every mm-hmm. way from yeah. Oblivion and Morrowind. Um, yeah, I agree. And but you don't have the character models that look like they're like they're endearing. <laughs> they're something. <laughs> they're charming at they're, best. They're yeah. charmingly terrible. Um, but what are you, what are some of your favorite parts of Skyrim? Like as far as quest lines, things you can do. Um, I really liked. Um, I really liked the companions. Yeah, um, they're cool. You know, I thought that, you know, having the whole werewolf dynamic to it. Because I really like werewolves Me too. in general. Yeah. Um, just as, like, you know, as mythical creatures go, I guess. I think werewolves are pretty interesting. Me too. So that was yeah. a kind of a cool storyline there. Um, I, I didn't, I have to say, I thought the DLCs were great. I mean, Hearthfire wasn't. Dragonborn, great. honestly, I think was better than the main storyline. Dragonborn was insane. That like, was crazy. Uh, yeah. Um, that I was love awesome. that so much. I really liked that. But, so I think it did DLC really well. I, yeah. I agree with you. Combat in it, like I, I wouldn't want to change anything in there. Um, I have to say, probably this might be. I don't. I doubt it. Controversial. Like the main storyline was my least favorite part of the game. Yeah, it was so. It felt so short. No, I feel like it felt most very rushed. Feel that way. I'm but hearing it things. It had some amazing, like Skyrim in general. I mean, the Elder Scrolls as a series as a whole has amazing side quests. Yeah, but I thought Skyrim's side quests are what makes that game shine. I, th- I think it has a lot of really interesting stories. You meet some interesting characters and people. You know, you have the guilds. Obviously, yeah, I think and... the guilds are a good example of yeah, that. Yeah, they I'm really not, are. Like, a lot of the quests kind of boil down to go to this area, yeah. fight a bunch of things, get this thing, and bring it back to yeah. me. But um, there are some instances in which it's not that, and when it isn't mm-hmm. that formula, it's really interesting, and you have yeah. some memorable things going on. Yeah, like there's the one where it was basically like... Skyrim does the hangover. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, I Like, find all the weird stuff. Like, it's just fun. Like, there's so much to that game that even coming back now and playing it again on... Well, I mean, I played it multiple times on console just with, like, different characters. And then, you know, again on PC. But, you know, you come back and you're like, oh, I completely forgot about this. Or I completely forgot about that guy or that this happens because it's just such a big game. Mm Mm-hmm. My, um, last year, um... Or even for me, finding storylines or people that like I didn't talk to before. I'm like, how mm-hmm. how am I how am I playing this game like four years later and I still didn't know that this was yeah. a thing or you know whatever. Um, I I got back into it last year. Um, because a few of my well, my one roommate wanted to get it, and then my one roommate hadn't played it before, so we we're like, yo, like, play Skyrim. So we all ended up. There was one night in which we were all playing it in different rooms of the house, just like mm-hmm. yelling at each other when something yeah. exciting happened. Oh yeah, well that's what me and my roommates we would just sit in our dorm and we'd all be playing. Um, we'd all be playing Skyrim, and like two of us were in a room and we were playing it on 360, and then my other roommate he had it on PC and uh, he had his laptop over, and we were just like sitting there in the same room in silence for yeah. like hours then you'd be like hey i just got a glass sword and you're like whoa because we were like still early on basically but it it was it's fun though it's it's it doesn't sound fun if you're not into that (laughs) kind of thing but it it, it is it's it's fun to do well speaking of bethesda rpg speaking of bethesda rpg games britain let's let's get your rundown on all right fallout fallout 4 i played it for like four hours last night um fair enough it's a enough time for me to kind of start getting into some of the mechanics and such. All right, so the beginning. Mm-hmm. It's pretty all right. The the introduction. Um, uh, Fallout 3 is, is my favorite of Bethesda's. Um, well, I guess Bethesda's only made two Fallout games. But um, 
uh, Fallout 3 is like you really get to know, you know, the people in the vault with you and you build up your character kind of from the ground up. Whereas this one, it puts you in the place of a character that already exists in this world. So if you play um, the male hero, you're a war veteran. If you play the female hero, you just got your like law degree and stuff. And um, you have a son named Sean and then, you know bombs get dropped and stuff and you have to go to the vault and then you wake up 210 years later what happened um so it does a really good job of just kind of throwing you into that environment um in a similar way to how new vegas did and i kind of like it i like it a lot um the graphics are definitely something that stand out um because it feels like skyrim it feels like fallout 3 but it's just it's so beautiful that's good and um yeah there's a lot of color in it, like a lot Which of I emphasis. Like. Me too. I mean, I understand it's a wasteland, and I get it. But no, it's I get it. It's but I, it's that's good. a problem I had with three is uh, yeah. like it's just I, it's gray. Yeah, it's so gray and it's so bleak. Which I, yeah. once again, I understand. I understand it's, <laughs> it's a nuclear wasteland. I, I get it, but it just like visually that game for me, I was like, okay. Yeah, and then. Character design, not not maybe like the characters themselves, but like enemies. Like I got so tired of being like, okay, it's a gross thing. Yeah. Um, like I, I, and like I'm sure you have to have the ghouls. You have to have yeah. you know, like bad um, roaches. The yeah, there's a lot of them. Um, the character creator is incredibly, incredibly well made. Really? Um, okay, that's cool. I spent a, like not a ridiculous amount of time making my character but you can change pretty much anything you can sculpt the face and stuff my character Atticus uh Mulder is his name okay because uh Codsworth the your personal robot can refer to you by your last name if it's like one of a thousand names and stuff and Mulder's mm-hmm. one of them so he's like Mr. Mulder how can I help you and I'm like ah, nice. ah. it's great um so far, the companion characters that I've met are interesting and seem mm-hmm. dynamic, which is good. Um, That's good. The camera, you know, like, work for conversations is more like Mass Effect, which I appreciate. I know some people don't like it as much, but mm-hmm. I think it makes it a little bit more personable. Um, the voice acting is not terrible, um, at least for the main character. Everyone else's is stellar, mm-hmm. but the main characters is, like, it's all right. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The gunplay is good. It's It's more active than fallout 3 but not as first person shootery as destiny okay it's kind of in in between and you can still use vats um so it just it feels good it feels really good to play and it looks good and i spent like two hours building my settlement Uh, (laughs) nice which once i got into it it's like there's a lot there's a lot of depth in that Mm -hmm. system and um working on your settlement and making sure the people there are happy and stuff like does give you rewards later in the game so um, I think I'm at like level seven, I think. Okay. So I haven't really explored much. Yeah. So it's a dense game, but I'm enjoying it so far. That's good. So yeah. Some some solid stuff. I'm sure you'll be keeping us updated. Oh yeah. As you yeah. get into it more. Uh, I'm hoping to buy it at some point. Um, I might try and take advantage of the two for one, two for one target. Or no. Thing. Two two for two, and then a third for free. It's get... buy buy two get one. Oh, I thought I was buy. One get, get one. one, no. It's buy two get okay. one. Okay. Anyway, well. Anyway. Something like that. Yeah. You have. You still have some time. Yes. If that's something so. you want to capitalize on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. So anyway. Anyway. EA is randomly selecting Xbox Live users to participate in EA Access, the service that allows unlimited playing of certain EA titles. The trial comes with ten hours of playtime of. Battlefront before the games launch next Tuesday. So are you one of these randomly selected Xbox Live I players? I have not been. Oh. No, at least okay. as far as um at least as far as I know. <laughs> I wonder if you have to be playing an EA game. I don't think so. Um, apparently um, it is just random. Yeah, but so. no, I have I have not been given any well. notifications, so it is not, but you never know. Yeah, so. it could appear. It could, could, it could slide it does, into your Xbox Live DMs. I'll, yeah, I'll update and let All you right. guys know. But as of right now, nope, I'm on my own. Um, there was a new Metal Gear Solid Five Phantom Pain update uh, yesterday that allows mm-hmm. you... Okay, this is kind of going into spoiler territory, but not really, because that game okay. came out long enough ago at this point that I think it's okay to talk about. Yeah, but um, 
but disclaimer. Disclaimer. Yeah, if you don't want spoilers, then pause it for a couple seconds, I guess. Uh, we don't. Well, yeah, don't, don't pause because then. Okay, don't pause. Don't mute pause. it. <laughs> I always say that. Uh, uh, no, mute it mute for, it for a, uh, maybe like two minutes. Yeah. Um, so quiet. Uh, mm-hmm. in the story mode to get one hundred percent, she leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, she leaves your you know party and the diamond dogs and everything because of story related things. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Until now, there hasn't been a way to get her back, and she's a fan favorite companion, yeah, and she's her. really useful too. Yeah, she's a so, good sniper. Um, if you're interested in playing the game more, it's kind of hard to figure out a new playstyle when you've been doing something like with Quiet or with Diamond Dog for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you can now replay her mission seven times, seven count them seven, in order to get her back. Like you can re-recruit her through mm-hmm. a story-related thing, and there's a new cutscene and everything. So. This is kind of the first example of post-release new content going into Metal Gear Solid Five Phantom Pain. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if there are going to be more things like this oh, that kind sure of open up new missions or mm-hmm. change storyline outcomes. Yeah, um, that'd be, be really cool. Yeah, so I mean, I, I hope they, um, if that is something they're planning on doing, that they capitalize on it because um, it would definitely give some more life into the single player of that right. game. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that. Spoilers over. Yeah. Um, Very light spoilers. Light spoilers. Not nothing. Nothing too intense. Yeah. But um. Anyway, um. So on our continuing amiibo coverage, our crusade, our crusade to cover all amiibo <laughs> news. Apparently, uh, the Mewtwo amiibo is now available for pre-order at Best Buy, and is set to release release November thirteenth. Uh, the amiibo is not exclusive to Best Buy, so it's likely there will be another wave shipping out in the holiday season. Yep. Um, in addition to Mewtwo, mm-hmm. the Mega Yoshi amiibo is also coming out. The Mega um, Yoshi? Yeah, it's a yarn Yoshi. Okay. But it's huge. Okay. And like maybe four times but the size. But it's still an regular. amiibo? Yeah. You can still like, oh, I'll put this like, and it'll it's, cover my entire gamepad? Well, it would, yeah. The uh, the f- the NFC patch thing is on its foot. So oh, you just so you stamp just, its like, foot down to the corner of the yeah. Wii U. Um, and it functions the same exact way as a regular okay. Amiibo. That's kind of cool. But yeah, so those are coming around, out around the same time, I think. Um, oh, the Mewtwo go. Amiibo looks really cool. I don't mm. know if you've seen yeah, it. Yeah, I've seen it. It's cool. um, but yeah, so that's that. That's that's games. That's games. Actually, I do have another thing do to add to games. you have something else to add? Um, yeah, the Xbox um, Xbox One update that's going to kind of overhaul the um, oh, right. that user is interface. Soon, yeah. Uh, that's tomorrow. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's actually going to be supposedly released to everybody tomorrow. I don't, you know, I don't know the exact time or anything like that. Probably seven. That's usually when things update. Yeah. So, um, I'll talk about that on Friday after okay. I get my hands on it. But yeah. I know a big thing that they've talked about with that is the use of uh, connect gestures is going to be taken okay. away, um, which I don't think anybody's disappointed about that. I don't think that. anyone uses yeah, that. Honestly, it kind of annoyed me sometimes because every once in a while my connect takes a little bit to. Rec- recognize me mm-hmm. when I like go to play because that's how you log in yeah. on an Xbox One now is it's just like oh hey Logan there's your face I've seen that before <laughs> um, a lot uh, <laughs> but every once in a while it doesn't so like being a loser I guess I'll like wave at it like hey, hey, you know, whatever. hey, hey I'm, I'm here acknowledge me Yeah. but then every once in a while it's like oh he's trying to do a gesture and then oh, like no. my hands on the screen I'm like no please <laughs> but apparently you- they're going to change that um, it's going to be a lot more. Um, they said it's going to help it work with Windows 10. Yeah. More. It's going to have a similar kind of feel to Windows 10. I think Cortana is supposed to be included in yeah, it. Yeah, that's what that's what I heard. Um, yeah. Do you use the voice commands for Xbox One? Um, not often. Okay. Every once in a while, I have. Um, yeah. No. No. Not really. Cause... Just because I feel. I always feel weird talking to th- yeah, technology. Yeah, me too, especially when there's a controller in your hand that you yeah. can just do the same things yeah, with. Yeah, most of the yeah. time what I do is instead of, like, Xbox, go home, I'll just, like, press the button and it goes yeah. home. Or, like, if I want to turn it off, <laughs> I just hold, hold down the button. The button. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, and it's not just my Xbox. You know, it's everything. Um, I don't like talking to my – I mean, sometimes I talk to my phone for comedic purposes. Like, if yeah. I want to find something out and people are, like, yeah. on their phones, I just ask my phone. And it's like – Like, I always answer. feel weird. And it's, it doesn't matter if people are around or not. Like, I could be home alone and, you know, 
Cortana pops up, and mm-hmm. I'd probably just be like, I don't want to type it. I don't want to talk to you. Like, yeah. I, I feel I feel awkward talking to technology. I don't know. I guess because it doesn't have a face. So when technology has a face, yes, when you'll you be can, fine. When you can make Cortana look like Cortana from Halo, then I'll talk to her. All right. I'm sure that's doable. Are they referring to Cortana as a her? I'm assuming. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah. I mean, Cortana in Halo is female, but yeah. I, I didn't know. No, I think Cort- the the AI helpful Siri bot is female. Okay. Yeah. Just okay. at least from what I gather. No, I mean I assume so. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so that's games. That was games. So we're gonna take a short break. Um, and then we'll be right back. Yeah. You want to listen to our station, but you live under a rock or in a bog? Well, you can stream our station live at edinburghnow.com. WFSE, it's right there on the front page. If you're looking for news that's more on the nerdy side, then join me, Britton Roselle. And me, Logan Lilly. For the It Won't Turn Off podcast on edinburghnow.com with new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We cover and discuss the most important games, movies, TV, and comic news, as well as some unique stories you won't hear anywhere else. So tune in to a podcast that's so good, it won't turn off. Streaming only on edinburghnow.com. Interact on a galactic level on Wednesday nights from 9 to midnight, listening to Alien Nation Undercover Radio, a mix of songs and bands reimagined as you have never heard before, crossing the boundary of space, time, style, genre, and locale. A special treat for all the freaks and geeks with the Crazy Cat host, Alien Nation Undercover Radio is a listening experience that is out of this world. Wednesday night, 9 to midnight on 88.9 FM, live stream on edinburghnow.com. Fighting Scots of Edinburgh. I know WFSE is provided in part by John's Wadwood Pizzeria, open daily at 105 Erie Street in Edinburgh. John's menu includes pizza, hoagies, wings, salads, and more. Information is at 814-734-7355 or on the web at johnswadwoodpizza.com. Yeah. Hello. We back. And <laughs> we Logan have, just called me blood. So I did I call him blood, so it's been an interesting day here. Um, <laughs> so we have some TV news, yeah, related news. Yeah. So I'm not gonna say, Britain, that we inspired this by our Jason X um, uh, event commentary, I guess, <laughs> to call it that. But, but. Um, Joel. Hodgson? Hodgson? There you go. Joel Hodgson of Mystery Science Theater 3000 has started a Kickstarter to revive the beloved series, which obviously we had some inspiration from for our Jason X. It's one of my favorite things. Oh, I loved it. I loved watching those um, a lot when I was younger. Um, The goal of $2 million uh, ensures that three full episodes will be created uh, with up to 12 um, episodes if the project reaches its goal of $5.5 million. So, either way, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm sure no, it'll I think get, it's great. I'm sure it'll get funded. Yeah, um, I can actually find out what it is right now. Yeah, so we'll, while Britain looks that up. But I, I've always liked Mystery Science Theater, and it's kind of funny because I think it's something that a lot of people do. Maybe not a lot of people, but I know quite a few people that if they've seen a movie a ton of times or – it's a bad movie. They'll just like make fun of it or kind of do comments on it, like um, yeah, they have. And um, I think it's just such a smart idea for a show. It's already at one point one million dollars with thirty days to go. So, so it'll be making yeah, it'll it'll yeah. So it's not quite to the two million to get to me sure of but three full episodes. The Kickstarter but, like, started, started like eight today. hours ago. Yeah, it started yeah. today. So it's probably. I mean, knock on wood, it's probably going to get its goal there. Yeah, um, but yeah, Mystery Science Theater, it's it's kind of inspired me in oh, yeah. the sense that I really, legitimately enjoy watching horror, like bad, oh, bad yeah. movies. Oh yeah, no, agreed. Um, and I feel like it's it's just it's so much fun. It is fun, and it's great. It's you know, it's just observational humor. Yeah, it's exactly. something that that's all I'm good at. So it's, <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Well, and it's awesome because it's something that you've like, oh, I've watched this movie a million times or whatever. Um, maybe this might be a little more for like riff tracks because riff tracks was the same thing. Yeah, but um, that they used like more modern films or blockbusters rather than be uh, sci-fi films. Mm-hmm. But it'll be something that 
they like make a comment just on based on how like an actor looks or something in the scene and you're like oh my god i never realized that before (laughs) so funny that they pointed that out so uh, yeah i'm really excited for that i'm hoping it gets the 5.5 so i can get a full 12 um do you have any favorites uh, as far as mystery science theater things go if you can Um, remember any i think it was teenagers from outer space that is yeah they did that one and it was so funny because they had a running gag throughout all of it where they had like it was obviously an older um sci-fi film so they had these um they had these like 50 style you know maybe older than that maybe 40 style cars that looked like mobster cars yeah so every time like in the you know in the episode whenever somebody in the movie would walk past one of the like cars especially the trunks they're always like <laughs> they always like did noises so it was like somebody was trapped in the trunk and it was so funny and then I think I don't know there was a lot of things in that one that were just really funny yeah um, I really like the Mono's Hands of Fate one. Oh yeah that one's good um, too that one's classic that's a, a classic and then um, there's this one I forget what it was called something about a barbarian and they like ride away on this giant um, like hang glider at the end mm-hmm. and I, I can't remember what it's called but it's something with barbarian in it and it was a lot of oh, fun there's also there was one with I remember what it had to do with a cat was a big one too that I, that was really funny, but yeah. But all in all, I, the you know it didn't really matter what movie I think they were doing. Yeah. For the most part, I always enjoyed it. I always thought the humor was. I don't think I Usually, watched a mis- yeah. yeah. I don't think I watched many mystery science theater episodes where I was like, eh, that wasn't very funny. Like there's some that are definitely better than others. Yeah. But usually I'm like, okay, that was that was pretty humorous. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um. So moving on, American Horror Story has been renewed for a sixth season. Shocking. No one. Mm-hmm. It's never going to go away. No. Until they run out of creepy things. So what is it going to be next? They've they've had a hotel. They've had a house. Know. They've had a circus. They've a had coven. an asylum. And... A witch coven? A coven. Um, um, I think it would be kind of cool... Airport? <laughs> Airport. <laughs> Your flight is delayed. No. Yeah, that'll there be we go. American Horror Story. Yep. No, um, I think they should go almost, I don't want to say cliche, but I think they should do. That's all they've been doing. Well, yeah, but, like, that, that's what it is. Obviously, it is. They're trying to bring out the horror kind of typical tropes and that kind of stuff. Um, I think they should do, like, you know, this would be really on the nose, but I think they should do, like, a summer camp. Mm. So it would be kind of, like, Jason-esque. Right. But you could do a lot of interesting things with, you know, okay, there's a serial killer or, like, there's a monster in the woods or, you know, like, a lot of stuff, a lot of horror does, you know, revolve around either, you know, camp setting or woods or something. So you could, I think you could do a lot of interesting things with that. Um, I agree. Yeah, I mean, if they're going to stick to kind of, I don't want to say typical horror, but, yeah, typical horror because, you know, hotels are a lot in horror films. They haven't done werewolves yet, so they could. See, and that would be something that that, would tie into the woods pretty well. Yeah. Um, That'd be pretty cool. Is this supposed to be a connected universe? Yeah, they're all kind of in the same universe, kind of. If you want to, yeah. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, which is also kind of weird because, like, the same actors. Actors, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Okay. Anyway. Um, But, yeah, like, if I had to pick, that's what I would go with. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a good pick, I think. Either that or, like, I'm sticking by airport, actually. Airport? Yeah. That'd okay. be exciting. Well, that could be interesting because you have a lot of people in and out of the airport and, you know, supernatural. Yeah, or just on flights in general. Yeah. Like, you could do what The Walking Dead's been doing and have that, like, continuing chunk of Fear the Walking Dead on an airplane spinoff thing that has yet to have a point yet. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Yeah. You know the one. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, so uh, Riverdale. Yeah. Yeah? That's it. No. The CW <laughs> program that's going to adapt the classic Archie comic series has been announced um, in the plot. Uh, in the plot. Yeah, in the plot. Okay. Oh, yeah. In the plot to be written by Roberto Aguirre Sacasa. Thank you, Britton. Mm-hmm. Um, Archie will have more than one Dark, terrible secret. Ooh. Yeah. Um, as well as Betty is addicted to Adderall. Uh, Veronica's dad is in prison, and Jughead hates Archie. So yeah, sounds like fun. 
It's, so. it's a wholesome family experience on the <laughs> yeah. CW. Maybe, maybe not quite the Archie you remember, but <laughs> they all knew all different. Archie. They all knew all different. Well, they kind of did that because isn't yeah. the Riverdale is they the new adapted Archie and it's kind of edgier. It's good. It, yeah, with the art by Fiona Staples. There you go. Yeah. So, if you're a fan of Archie and you want to watch it on TV, I guess the CW. A CW has you covered. I guess. Hopefully, it won't be as disappointing as everything else they produce. Yeah, I don't. I said it. You, you okay, <laughs> Brian? I think we have to address this now because we've both said it, and it's one of those things where it just baffles me. I don't um, like Flash. I do not and like I don't Flash, like Arrow. and I don't like Arrow. And you know, are there other spinoffs that they're working on? Aren't they doing like Hawkgirl or? There's a crossover of crossover. Flash and Arrow that's going to introduce Hawkgirl. Yeah, but I think the they're working Hawk on one. one, and they might do an Adam series. Like, I think they look bad. I think they all look bad, and I just have no interest in it. And I don't yeah, understand either. the point of them because they've gone as you know they've gone out, and DC has said they're like, yeah, no, we're not going to use that. So there's there's we're no not going to use those actors for the movies, you know that kind of stuff. It's yeah. just like there. I mean, I, and plenty of people have told me that Arrow is a good show, and like, I, I'm yeah, sure, no, I know a lot of people that really like Arrow, and I know people that I'm like just, Flash. And I'm I just not have interested. No interest. Yeah, and I'm sorry. Flash, it was completely killed for me when there was a promo, and there was some guy, and he had like, like, looked like force push powers, <laughs> yeah. and he was just like, or like, I think it was vibration or something, and he was just like breaking windows in a building. Yeah, I guess that's what you do. And in the promo, you know, Flash runs up to him, and then instead of doing what the Flash would probably do, which would be like run up and then like punch him, because that's what like like a super fast punch is like a thing the Flash always kind of does. So it's yeah. like his thing. He just like runs up and then stops and pushes him like a normal person. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> what, like, what is it? Like, it was so bad. that So, like, from there on, I was like, okay, I, I don't even want to even remotely try to be interested in this. Yeah. So, there you go. If you guys so. like the CW superhero DC you're allowed. you're allowed to. And, like, I, I respect <laughs> your opinion. But for me, you know, I, I would much rather watch something more quality than Deathstroke in a spray-painted hockey mask. Yeah. That was Arrow, I believe. It was. Yeah. That was Arrow. Arrow is also, from what I understand, the current season, um, people are saying it's become more of like a drama. Hmm. Like I can see Romance that. type thing. I'm like, well, yeah, it's the CW. Yeah. So. Okay, yeah. They also keep reviving Supernatural for some reason. Yes. It's in season like 12. Yeah, there's like, a that lot. could go away. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so from in, in movies. In movies, um, superheroes. Do you, what do you want? Yeah. What do you want to talk? Let's do uh, it. Do you want to talk about let's it? Let's do it. Do you want to tackle this? Let's do it. This controversy. We're doing it. This We're controversial. Doing it. We're in. I'm, in. Ex- I'm in. Okay. I'm in like Flynn, whoever that is. <laughs> That's a thing people say. Who's that is Flynn? A thing. Flynn. You know, like Flynn Rider from Tangled. Any Flynn. Any Flynn works. Like Flynn. Flynn. Is he Flynn or was it Finn? Flynn. Flynn. It's Flynn. Flynn? It's it was Flynn. Flynn Rider, and then Flynn. it turned out it was Eugene. Oh, do I have to say spoiler alert for Spoilers Tangled? for Tangled. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. Um, so. The second coolest Eugene, only behind Mr. Krabs. The second coolest Eugene. Um, yeah, I agree. In movies, anyway. Yeah. So, the internet, and by internet, I mean moms on Facebook. Yes. Um, are being shocked by the revelation that Deadpool is pansexual in the new movie. In response to a suggestive poster that was released for the upcoming movie, people are in an uproar over the portrayal of the Marvel character as pansexual. Ryan Reynolds, in an interview with Collider, said, quote, there is some sexuality in this movie for sure. You kind of think you have moments when you're shooting where you think this is uh, a little excessive, this is a comic book movie, are we going to get away with this? But so far, so good. Keep in mind, this movie does have a hard R rating, and Deadpool has had multiple romantic partners of varying gender identities in the past. Mm-hmm. So, for people who know the comics, it's not really anything new. Right. But people are still getting upset anyway. Yeah. And for those who don't know, pansexual is a definition, a um, identity where you are attracted to people. 
mm-hmm. of varying gender identities, not just male or female. Right. Um, Based mainly on just like you're attracted to the person. The person, exactly. Yeah. As um, like, you know, personality and, you know, yeah. gender doesn't factor in. Yeah. Well, I mean, it obviously doesn't some form, but not. It doesn't. It's, it's not, not like, like you only record, like. Yeah one gender or another gender. Right. Like yeah, bisexual it's, it's you you are attracted to male or females. Right. But pansexual it's like you I don't care. Identify, yeah, you can identify as whatever you want I you know be like, or, if I like you yeah. I like you. Yeah. yeah. But anyway. Yeah. That's kind of how Deadpool has been in the comics cuz Yeah. Deadpool like even the creator I don't have the exact quote but like he he kind of just goes like one minute he could be attracted to someone next mm. minute He's killing something. Like right. he, he, as a character, doesn't have like a stable mindset. Mm-hmm. So he yeah, could he's... be doing anything at any given moment, yeah. um, in more ways than one, I guess. But um, yeah, like yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't see the problem personally. Yeah. Um, I also don't see why it's. It's one of. Deal. I think it's one of those things because superhero movies have been so family friendly i guess um uh, the word i wanted to say is whitewashed but that's not right no that's Uh, not (laughs) it's not uh at all but it you know it's very like i guess yeah family friendly they've been dumbed down you know like the thing of inoffensive you know yeah inoffense well yeah not that uh, not not that i categorize being no i I don't either but but someone is clearly offended Um, by it right um but yeah, like it's it's always weird when people are like, "What do you mean Wolverine's not a real nice guy and he drinks?" And you know, like it's I think it's the same people that would be upset if they like actually showed Tony Stark being an alcoholic. Yeah, I mean, like that, yeah, was, that was a big thing. Yeah, for a very long time, he, demon in a bottle. That was a big problem yeah. that he had. Um, I I think it's the same thing is because now that instead of taking what the comics give us, like. There's an expectation of like we have to make it for the kids, like. But um, no, this movie is rated R. Yeah, no, like, like it's very R. People, yeah, that's the thing. People will take their kids to this movie, and you know, like we. Could it's go not into, for them. We could go into ethics on you know taking your kids to R-rated movies, but we won't. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's not. It's the same people that I think were upset when the Muppets were telling adult humor. Like they yeah. they've they've come out and said like, look, that wasn't for kids. This Deadpool movie isn't for kids. Deadpool it's himself. Our, Deadpool is a raunchy character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he. In general, he's not supposed to be for kids. Exactly, and like none of the antics he gets into are no. exactly family friendly. No, but like not. in the comics, be. he's been with he's been with Domino. He's been with Death. He's mm-hmm. been infatuated with Peter Parker on and off. Mm-hmm. He's made passes at Cable. Like mm-hmm. it, he's not. A character that, like, I guess is for the majority, right? If that makes no. sense. Yeah. But yeah. There are aspects of Deadpool that people are going to be offended by, and that's because that's that's yeah. why he exists, kind of. Yeah. In some way, shape, it's or form. It's the same thing as if, like, well, not exactly the same, but it'd be almost like if you made a Moon Knight movie, and you're like, oh, well, I'm not going to give him multiple personalities because I don't want to offend people, you know, if they yeah. have different you know, psychological issues. It's like that's Deadpool is pansexual. He should be portrayed as that in the movies. You know, yep. same thing, Moon Knight, he's kind of psychotic. <laughs> and that's how you'd portray the character, and that's how it should be portrayed. Yeah. So. So stop being mad about things. Yeah. Just this has been a, This has been a PSA from It Won't Turn Off. Please don't get mad at people for liking people. Yeah. Like that's, one, none of your business. Two, yeah. it's a fictional character. Yeah. 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 Gem yeah. and the Holograms. <laughs> <laughs> Completely different. So uh, Gem and the Holograms has been pulled from theaters, being the first wide release movie in history to be pulled from theaters for underperforming according to Yahoo Finance. So I think this was a surprise to literally no one but the people that made this movie. Um, it, like who yeah. was it appealing to? No one. It was like if you actually liked Gem and the Holograms, it wasn't it close wasn't enough to the source to, material. It wasn't anything like that. If you've never heard of Gem and the Holograms, it's not going to make you go back yeah, and watch if you the haven't, other thing. If you haven't 
heard of Gem and the Holograms, you weren't going to be like, oh, let's watch this movie about exactly. somebody that got famous because of YouTube. So the Which movie, is nothing to do with Gem and the Holograms. She, okay, I've, I read like a bunch of things about this movie. Apparently her, her YouTube video gets like 13,000 views, and apparently that's going viral for her, and then gets signed to a record label with 13,000 views. Like that, I don't think that's how things work here. Yeah. But anyway, um, the, they made the movie with a budget of $5 million, and within the first two weeks, it made back like two. Yeah. And then Universal, I think it's Well, Universal. and that's another thing, too, is it dropped so lightly. Like I, oh, I, yeah. Like when I saw that it was pulled, I was like, oh, I didn't even know that was in theaters. Like I thought yeah, it was still know, waiting to come out. out yeah. yeah. I, I remember seeing the first trailer and being like, this looks bad. Yeah. And then kind of just <laughs> yeah. forgetting about it. Forgetting, trying to forget about um, it. But yeah, that's, I guess, disappointing for fans of Gem and the Holograms. But I don't even know if this movie was for them to begin with, given right. what we've seen about it. So, yeah. bad movies. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. To me, that I think that's almost a good thing. Is, you know, if, I would hope, I would hope if there's a franchise, you know, not that I'm like a super fan of Gem and the Holograms. I bet, by any means. all right, confirmed. Logan loves Gem and Hog. I love Gem and Hog. <laughs> no, but like if there was a franchise I adamantly really liked, um, I'll just I'll just use this as an example. I'm not a diehard like Power Rangers fan either, but I did really like Power Rangers. Yeah. If the Power Rangers movie was like, oh yeah, instead of them like being teenagers that get these powers, they're they are a hockey team. That'd be great. I'm like, I'd you still know, watch that movie. Maybe. Um, <laughs> If it was something that's like so far from the source material, because like that's what I see this as. Like it's yeah. it's she's still a singer. Yeah, you still have like the band dynamic, whatever. But it's it's nothing like what the actual yeah. franchise is. I would hope that the same thing would happen. Like I said, if the Power Rangers movie would turn out like that, I would want people to like adamantly be like, no, I'm not gonna go give you money for this. Yeah, because we're in a time now where. Everything gets a sequel, and everything, almost everything, does well. Well, because it's it's safer to make a sequel rather than potentially do bad with a new right. IP. Right. Not that Gem and the Holograms is a new idea, but it's the first time it's had a theatrical live action thing. Yeah. As far yeah. as I know. Yeah, I think um, it is, and and I and I I like the idea that, and, and I'm sure it wasn't like people boycotted it or anything dumb like that I'm sure it's just people weren't interested and it looked yeah. like a bad film because it probably was it, a bad it film. did look like a bad movie um but I, I would hope that like that could happen again if people were just like no what you're doing with this franchise I like is wrong yeah I'm not going to see it and then it gets pulled do you, for the um Power Rangers movie that you brought up I did do you want it to be like classic cheesy Power Rangers or do you want it to be I don't a more serious almost um I don't even know what a comparison would be but something I get what you're yeah. I think I get what you're getting at. Okay. Um do you want it to look bad is what I'm saying. <laughs> no. Um I, are you saying like I guess what I would attribute it to is like would you want me it to be kind of like Goosebumps? <laughs> Cuz I feel like Goosebumps is cheesy on purpose. The Goosebumps movie. Yeah. Like I feel like the feel of that movie is cheesy on purpose. But um, no, like, I want kind of a middle ground, I guess, if that makes sense. Like, I don't, I don't want the, uh, the Power Rangers movie to be, like, gritty reboot, like the fan-made one online. Oh, yeah. That one, um, I, that actually... I don't think Power Rangers are, they're not gritty, and I don't think they should be gritty. No, like, but I think, I think you can take it from yes. less campy, cheesy that the TV show was. Okay. Um... Uh, we still don't know the plot of it. We don't know anything about it. But I, I remember watching, um, when it was on Netflix, I rewatched Mighty Morphin Power Rangers because I was like, heck yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's give, you know, let's put a hypodermic needle right into my childhood right here <laughs> and watch this. And um, I remember thinking about, oh, if they would make this a movie, what should they do? And this was before the movie was announced. And my thought was, I was like, I think the focus for the film and, you know, you could definitely take in more of a serious role, um, light, that kind of stuff, is I think it needs to focus on the Green Ranger. I oh. think it should, the first one should start off, and that's the focus. You have Rita be the villain. You have the Green Ranger kind of being I her really want Rita lackey. Then. I really want Rita to be Yeah, that. because, that, you know, that's how, I, I don't know if many people remember, the Green Ranger started off as a bad guy. 
Yeah. It was, you know, he was a little lackey for Rita. I think that's how it does, you know, it would go. And then by the end of the film, he switched sides and that transitions into the sequel mm-hmm. when he would just be a member of the team. I don't know. Maybe it'd be cheesy by the end of that one. He transitions into the White Ranger, but. White uh, Ranger's the coolest. Yeah. And but I think I think that would be the focus should be the focus of it. Yeah. And you you know, you obviously have the monsters in there. It couldn't be just Rita. You'd need her to have the putties. You need the putties, <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then, you know, some of the monsters that are big and but grow. I'm but I'm thinking like it needs to be an in between because if you go with the typical classy cheese of Power Rangers, like some of the monsters in there are terrible. There's a oh, rap yeah. they fight a rapping pumpkin. Yeah. That's a thing. That's a real thing. Well, I mean those just exist. <laughs> yeah, that's like, yeah. on the streets. Yes, they but do. um like I'm thinking, if it's styled like the Avengers, in the sense that yeah, yeah. it's still kind of comedic and not entirely I, serious. Yeah, no, no, no. I but, wouldn't want it to be like. I wouldn't want it to be like. I mean, Pacific Rim kind of poked fun at itself a little bit too, but you know, it's more serious than. Yeah. I think the Avengers you said is a good example. Like it takes itself seriously, enough. Yeah. Um. But not, you know, not like Dark Knight series. Yeah, definitely. I wouldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't even imagine Power Rangers in like a Dark Knight tone. No, like I can't. No. The, and that's what I think that online fan made one was, which yeah. um, actually the Green Ranger, Jason David Frank. I know that. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, he actually hated that, and his reasoning behind it was he's like, I don't want a kid to find, you know look up power rangers and, and find this see that yeah he's like you know like this isn't this isn't what i want power rangers to be isn't the green ranger in mma now or something he wasn't i don't know if he still is but he did fight he was an mma fighter for a little and while the blue rangers johnny young bosch who's a voice actor in many things mm-hmm. many many things yeah but, but yeah i i like power rangers still honestly yeah. like i don't watch it but i still like have an affinity for it I yeah guess. no and, and i'd like to see it I, I think your example was perfect, Britton. I think more of a Avengers-type style for it would be well-suited for the franchise. Yep. So Power Rangers wasn't on the docket. It was not, but we will talk about it. We did it. it. So that's that's all that's on there, actually. Yep. Um, so so let's. I'm going to plug some things. Do you, oh yeah, is that what you're going to do? That's what I'm going to do. All right. So as always, uh, we have our Facebook page. We do which, have it. Um as we've said multiple times, if you don't like it already, give it a like. Tell your friends to like it if you think they'd be interested. Uh, we really kind of have hit a plateau on their well, current. Yeah, well, yeah, we got, yeah, yeah. You know, not in a bad way. You know, we still have quite, we still have a lot more likes than I thought we would. Mm-hmm. Um, also, but one of I'd our like videos has like, as of a few hours ago, like three hundred and thirteen views, which I think is more because of oh, the title. Yeah. But, but still, it's really cool, and right. I appreciate that. Yeah, so uh, if you haven't yet, our Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash IWTO podcast. Um, you can listen to us on SoundCloud on soundcloud.com forward slash Edinburgh Now. Yep. Edinburgh Now, of course, as we said at the beginning, is the home for Edinburgh Campus Media. Yeah. It also ho- uh, houses our podcast, and the morning after, after. Um, our podcast is under the podcast. Arts tab. Uh, on the website after, on edinburgnow.com. Yep. Not under the SoundCloud. No, there's, um, there's just two playlists on there. There's the Morning After playlist and the Walter right. Off playlist. Um, so you can find that there. And then, of course, uh, we have our YouTube. Um, yeah. As Britton said, we did on our one video have 313. Like 13? I wanted to say it was 18. Yeah. Um, oh, it could have been 18. It could have been 18. Uh, views on one of them. Those are just awesome. Um, I'm assuming people stumbled upon it because, because of the of title, the, the and I'm hoping they stuck around and liked it. Um, um, but there you go. Yep. So, so if thanks. you can find us there. Um, you can find us many places. Many places, of course. So, so yeah. So that's all we got. That's that's it. Yeah. So We're, signing off yeah. as soon as I get my flash drives out of my pocket. Yep. All right. All right. It's Peace happening. Out. Saying goodbye. We we do this every time.
EdinburghNow.com, including live streaming of our station. EdinburghNow.com and WFSC, they just plain damn well go together. WFSC is sponsored in part by Edinburgh Apartment Rentals, offering new apartments and townhouses to students and residents located directly off the Edinburgh University campus. The main office is in the Edinburgh Apartment Rentals Plaza, right off of Darrow Road, next to Norman's Pizza. More information is at 814-734-2700 or online at RentEdinburgh. Media is supported in part by a grant from ECRA, an organization that empowers the Erie County nonprofit sector towards economic and community development. Information is at 814-897-2690 or at ecgra.org.